firecrackers, it's Naomi and welcome to the firecracker department. How's everybody doing out there? We are working so hard and we are coming together and it is, it is the most beautiful thing right now. It really is. I mean, I loved the firecracker department before because I just loved, I don't know, I just loved seeing people supporting each other in their creative ventures and taking action and speaking of action. Holy smokes, we took action this week. Different departments are going online, seeing what you need to talk about, what you need to help your situation wherever you are, and we are coming together. So we've started a monologue group where we're writing monologues. We've got some workshops happening over in the artist's way. We've got a movie club that started, a live mic that's coming up. We had a firecracker brunch on Sunday, which I think we're gonna do as a regular thing just because it's, uh, we need it, right? We need it. We need to see each other's faces and talk and laugh and have some time together. And so at the end, Jan Arden pops in because she's one of our firecrackers. She was also the recipient of the very first Blaze Award, which was so incredible. Um, and so she jumps on and she's like, how does this Zoom work? <laughs> That's my, the worst impersonation of Jan Arden you'll ever hear. How does the Zoom work? What's going on? And I said, why aren't you doing like a concert from your living room? And boom, she's doing a concert from her living room. Uh, if you didn't have a chance to catch that because this is going to be airing afterwards, keep in touch. You never know what other concerts are gonna pop up in Firecracker Department World. And uh, you know, it's always better with you at the table. So come on over. I'm very excited. This is the very first time we're doing a duo at the Firecracker Department. Uh, that's right, we have two, not one, but two funny people coming up, a comedy couple. Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini. I was a fan of these folks individually and then we got to sit down during the Calgary Comedy Festival and uh, boy I fell in love with them hard, big time. We had just like, this is my favorite thing about this podcast, is that we get to, we get to connect first of all and then like the laughs, the laughs are like genuine laughs because these folks are all funny. Now as I've mentioned before and I'll probably mention again. I try not to have my dog with me. He likes all the attention coming on him. And he doesn't like the fact that I haven't done a podcast just of him. And I'm like, A, you're a male dog. So there's not really, we're not doing that kind of podcast. And B, what would you say? Like, you know how dogs sometimes cluck like a chicken? He'd do that. He'd go, burr, burr, and he'd whine. I mean, he does howl sometimes, but I don't understand what it means. So anyway, all that being said, I try not to have him with me, as cute and adorable as he is. But because I was traveling, I needed to have him with me. And uh, you know, when I get excited, he gets excited. And my excited is like laughing and maybe getting louder. And his turns into that, oh, that anxious pup whine that just, it drives me bonkers. I mean, he's 15 years old, so at this point I'm like, do whatever you want. Uh, it's Rufus's world and we're all just sort of living in it, right? Aren't we? <laughs> he thinks so. Uh, so anyway, at one point I put him into the bathroom with a treat and a toy and buckets of love and said, let me finish this interview. Uh, Jess and man have such amazing stories on every side of their relationship, not only as individuals, but as a couple. They're this brilliant, funny, smart, married, Jewish-Palestinian duo whose journey started over a decade ago in Montreal. I'm not gonna talk anymore. You're gonna listen to them talk about their own story. Here we go. Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini, AKA the El Solomons. I'm happy to have <laughs> this time in the hotel room with 
you gals. What a I mean, it's a bear we have all the time in the world on, when you're on the road and you're right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am, um, and I was like, I've been watching your individual careers and then your duo careers, and I'm so fascinated with the collaboration aspect of your right your lives. I mean, I know that's probably what you talk about a lot. It's new, actually. And we're so happy to talk about that because yeah. uh, it's been well, like, especially now that it's year. so much better than when it first started. It was like really hard to. You know, working with a partner is, like, not easy. Oh, I know. Yeah. So Matt and I have been working together since we started. So we've, we, like, we were at Second City together. But it's not it's not an easy venture. Do you guys do it? So that's what I was going to say. Um, uh, Betty White's book, right. which unfortunately is not great. Right. But at the beginning, she talks about working with her husband, who I guess was, like, a comedy producer or something. And they wanted to c- collaborate on I don't know what. And he suggested... She's like, he suggested a joke, and I said, it's not funny, and that was the last time we worked together. So they didn't right. even, like, get into work. They didn't even work. So how, does that, how do you navigate that? I'm so curious, because we write together, too, and there are yeah. times when Matt's like, that joke's not funny. Yeah. And he's actually said those words to me. Yeah. And I'm like, basically, he says that joke's not funny, and I hear, I don't love you anymore. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's what she hears. Yeah, right? yeah totally. Yeah. I'm like you. Yeah. And I also always say that there's like a Matt and Naomi in every relationship, yeah. so you're the Naomi, and totally. maybe you're the Matt, where yeah. you're like, let's just, we're just working. No, yeah. but you know what kills that's me it. with her is that she collaborates with a lot of people. So I got into stand-up because I don't want to work with anybody. Right. And she works with everybody. Like, she's so happy to collaborate right. and co-host and whatever. And she works with the I think it a lot. makes you better. I know. That's yeah. what she, yeah. Which I'm, I'm happy <laughs> on my own. She's like, good for you. Yeah. You have it. And, and I'm like happy. And she always like worked with Yen and she has mm-hmm. like two partners or three in, in New York. And I'm like, good for you, right. you know? Um, but when You're she, making it sound like I'm a big slut. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, are, you, are, so you are a comedy slut a bit, but whatever. Um, You're a collaborator. That's it. She really likes yeah. that. And that's fine. I don't because I know that sometimes like ideas that I come up with are not necessarily funny right away but I I know eventually they will be and I totally I so marry my jokes like you know how they say do not marry your jokes I get married to my jokes and I just like I figure out a way to to you're really a traditional Muslim woman I'm so (laughs) traditional exactly I have faith but like in LA it was the perfect example her and Deanne were working in the kitchen together at this Airbnb Mm -hmm. that we were at and I just hear them laughing so hard that never happens right. ever, and uh, yeah. yeah, they're having you the best time. Never but seen my face, my face do well, that. Well, that's before. it. Because afterwards, <laughs> that's what I said. Because afterwards, all three of us are sitting down and they're like giving each other feedback, but they're both smiling like right. really big, which right. never. Right. Well, we're, we're, we're brainstorming back and forth. Yeah. There's that's more it. going on than just a collaboration. Exactly. So Deanne is like, I don't know. And Jess is like, you don't? I think it's funny. But at least they're smiling, right. you know? I'm like, still jokes. Exactly. But no, also yeah. there's an openness, like, I mean, that I hope that, you know, where you kind of, sometimes with someone you have a lot of comedic chemistry with and no marital baggage yeah. or tone issues, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. She's so mean. She thinks oh I'm God. so mean. It's just oh that she's God. very easily satisfied. You know, she's very easily satisfied. I'm not easily satisfied. Well, I just, like, just have faith give it work. in my material. Yeah, so even if something doesn't work, she'll just keep saying it over and over again until it finally works. Right. Whereas I'm like, why don't we Move make on. it better? Or, okay. or, or scrap it. Or right. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, I know in her own individual stand-up, it does work. Right. It just takes a long time. Okay, let's relax with long time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's but not long of a time. But you're different creators. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, if you were the same creator, there would be no chem- chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess also, yeah, we just come from such different backgrounds with work in general, because I went to, did a lot of university and right. worked on... I she looked at me like that because I dropped out of university. Yeah. Okay. And you <laughs> went like... I did a lot of university. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I had a lot of like standards <laughs> put on my work. I like, I like that you keep checking your in like, I like the standards. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Moving on. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so how long have you yeah. been collaborating? It's been a, a little year. less than a year. It was a, a less year in July. Year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And was there like a decide factor that you're like all right let's try this or are you still in the sort of let's see if it can work now we know it we're, works we're in it now um less, it, it came from the outside really yeah BBC i don't mean like it just for on stage because on stage it's like mwah, it's fantastic it's been yeah. good yeah but off stage and the building up to the actual shows that's i think the tricky part you know our dream is that we just push through this to the point where it gets so good that we have a third party that comes in yeah. as a boss that's called a counselor <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> right so if anyone knows somebody the good therapist, yeah. <laughs> and writer yeah okay. yeah yeah and the therapist that uh, is also a showrunner right <laughs> i mean i yeah. don't think that's unusual even if you aren't married you know right? they have sure. like showrunners must have that those qualities Still? of therapy and a writer. Yeah. Job, I'm assuming. So yeah. it ha- is, are there points where you're like, no, we're in this and regardless, like you figured it out now or are you still figuring it out? I mean, we're still figuring it out in that we are still working on this like hour that's mostly there, but we keep trying to add new stuff and experiment with new bits here and there. Um, and also try to sit down and write a more of a sitcom right. script and that that hasn't happened yet yeah um but the stage part because it's something that people are booking us now for you know we do our we, we get booked out of town to do um, like here at the yyc festival we'll do like our full show right um and other play mostly it's a lot of aside from comedy festivals it's gay it's gay groups or interfaith you know very like, maybe for now like you know yeah i feel like there'll be a time where like the it's unusual qualities that you yeah. bring to your act will be like, oh, another lesbian Jewish Palestinian. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe there'll be several of those duos out there. I don't know. There How, might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, we, we really, um, we, we, we're having enough fun with it that it outweighs the... the, the well, at the, the beginning, it was a nightmare. The background, yeah. And now it's not what as much. What was the nightmare part? It was just working together and just being like, I think we should talk about this. I think we should talk about, you should say it like this way. You should say it that way. She likes to write everything out. I like to talk everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't like to rehearse. She likes to memorize. I like to sort of talk it out. It's not easy for me to sit down and write, especially that I write like I speak, which right. is not like good enough English for this one. Right, so, right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The same ones? What the I feel like I'm cor- correcting, correcting an ESL, ESL student paper. paper. Yeah. But then are you like, <laughs> that would floor me. Yeah. I'd be like, see in a week. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm it's true like, that I'm not like that with anyone else I work with. You would yeah. never be. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't. Of but course also, not. Deanne's English is really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Deanne again. <laughs> <laughs> She's correcting my English. No, so exactly. what do you think, what's the quality that you bring that 
grammar. You don't blame, <laughs> and vice versa. So grammatically, <laughs> yeah. grammatic prowess aside. I mean, I think I kind of hold us to more together with the organization stuff for sure. Yeah. All the admin stuff, all the emails, the website, like that kind of stuff. Right. I think I'm, I'm more of like the. I'm, that's I'm, huge. Put, She's like, like applying for a festival, yeah. like trying to push the business of it forward, right. which is not something I enjoy, and I would like love it, like a counselor slash. So manager. do you ever? Are you ever like, hey, come on, go get a tweet every once in a while, would you? Yeah, yeah, and that that's also a source of potential conflict outside of the creative part. It's just the you know, can you do this, and then knowing, and then her saying. Um, I've been busy and she has been, but I literally know everything she's doing. We right. live together, we're yeah. together all the time. So, so yeah, it's like, oh well, what were you were busy with your own career and I was doing uh, Excuse me for wanting to be my own person. I know. But this is the thing. <laughs> but I, I, I have a career too. But I feel yeah, like there's sure. three careers here, right? That's right. what we have. And then there's the individual. So when like you were on um just on Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. and was that ever I guess your your duo isn't strong enough yet to be recognized as. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't think we've gone no. to the showcase to the tonight show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. level. I mean, that's yeah, that's but yeah, maybe coming for kind of, sure. I hope. I think it will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. I think and then so. you did the um, Jane. Um, the gala two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So like, are cool. you able to go? Okay, that's this is your time now. Totally. Oh yeah. You know what? We've always we've never had any issues. With, um, because people have asked us for sure before we had the duo act, yeah. being married and both being stand-ups, you get a lot of questions about com- competition and, and whose time is what, and that's actually never been a problem. We're so, like, literally, we're always so happy for the other one. I mean, I really say this honestly because I've been pretty no, honest about the other No, I see it stuff. too, though. It's not <laughs> but like, like, I see it too. I'm like, please make money. Like, I'm so happy for you, <laughs> and she's so happy for me to make money. Yeah. And it necessarily helps the other one. Um, I think yeah. our styles also are so different right. that it's so hard to be competitive. Yeah. Right. Like, I'll never, never feel, exactly, thing. I'll never feel that... Uh, you know, when Jess got Jimmy Fallon, I was never like, oh, I could have gotten that. I was right. like, there was no way. Like, we're so, so different. Yes. So it was like so deserved that she got it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, it's so hard to be competitive. And also, we, we know that being in this career together, we're doubling our chances for success. So either we get it together or we get something separate. Well, like tripled. someone is doing something. And now we're, we're, we're tripling stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got to maximize your... Uh... But your, the hot your avenues the of yeah. But the highlight I think of getting like really big gigs is the other one gets like a really nice gift for being so supportive. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Well, you are so good at being. I mean, she threw me a party. Like you're what? just you're really good at making it a moment. I guess we're both good at making yeah. that person's moment like really fun and Celebrate. yeah, yeah, like yeah. really marking it. And and you know, it's been like such different things that we've gotten. That's right. Because sometimes after the first one. This, the, the next one gets that same thing. It's like I know now. I'm like, know, if I it, get Jimmy Fallon, like, who cares? Not yeah, that I wouldn't not want who cares, to, but, but it's it's, it's such course. a it's gonna be like it's not but gonna I be always, as big of a deal. I always you know? felt like that a little bit because Iman started before me, so she got just for last before and like a lot, a few different things. I mean, comedy now, rest in peace, but or yeah. not even. But last like, last season, it's true. Yeah, and things yeah. that I was like, well, then if I get it, then like she's already done all the things, but yeah. now now that we're in the US, there's so many things. And then yeah. that you were opening for Patton Oswalt, and then you right. know, so there's like, yeah, it just kind of opens up, and yeah, for sure, if it's the exact same thing the second time, I mean, yeah, any comedian, like, any like, comedian, oh, I did it, yeah, yeah. I did Fallon, yeah. 
But I really, you know what? Oh, being hey, backstage. Do you remember my life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but being backstage was like such a fun thing for me, and like yeah. seeing Cher and just seeing her getting ready and like her outfit being amazing and her killing it, and it's yeah. like. You really enjoy that when you don't feel like you're competing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you could get into different. it. You were you know? almost mad last summer at JFL because I had a I had the French and an English gala. Yeah. And so we were there for a while. And then that's when they suggested that since we they figured Iman would be with me, that we would do this show together. Right. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm working. Are you kidding me? No, she came with me to my gala. I came to the bar. I had right. zero. I was just the right. drunk person at the bar. It was my first time we were from Montreal. I'd never stayed at the Hyatt before. I'd always just like creeped around like a local comic right. on a festival for like a hundred years. I mean, and really, sadly, at the very beginning when I just left law and showed up and anyways, it's a whole other story in my suit with my notebook for the conference. With what, my at the JFL? Yeah, because I'd like left law and I knew I wanted to do comedy yeah. And, uh, like I maybe got back from the Hague like in the spring, and then JFL was. I saw there's oh of course just for last of Montreal. I remember I see they have a conference. I think it was maybe the first year of the conference. This is like ten years ago, right. and I'd taken like I'd done like Joey Elias's comedy class, so I'd been on stage a couple of times. But I was used to conferences, so I like, I put on a suit and I bought a pass, which is necessarily an industry pass. So now I have this like industry. Like uh, pass, I'm, yeah, like, I'm wearing language. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, and um, my notebook, and I'm going to all the conference things, and I'm like, "What does Hollywood want?" Okay, I'm and she's write being it a down. lawyer at this I, stuff. You're taking notes. Yeah, I know. I know not one person. <laughs> yeah. I ended up randomly like meeting. Do you know that guy Manolis from Hamilton? Who's like friendly with Jason Rouse? Do you know those? Con anyway, you I might Jason not Rouse. know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, you, yeah, you would. Anyway, I met this guy Manolis, who was a friend, is a comic and a friend of Jason Rouse. Okay. And he invited me out to one of the shows in the in the West Island that they had that Jason Rouse was on. Right. For a very like conservative crowd, and he's you know how he, he's very dark. And right. We saw I you got, with your notes, and you're like, hey, you're a good yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> this guy's got a grill. Okay, noted. Yeah, yeah. I should maybe get one of those. <laughs> a few more tattoos. And yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> and then I went to the at the conference that they hadn't properly like publicized it and stuff and we I went uh to the they had like an the award and it was like they gave the award to Judd Apatow. It was sort of like forty year virgin time or it was one of his big it was big times I mean he's still big obviously, but it was the the first swell of like huge movies and all the cast from his you know, and there's almost nobody in the conference room. Like it's just right. me in the front row. And, like, a few people, other people that realized this was going on. Now they've publicized the conference. It's packed, whatever. But And then Andy Kindler came in for the State of the Industry. Right. Everybody leave. Well, everybody. Everybody comes in. Now, I, and I'm like, what's this whole thing? And then he proceeds to just roast the fact that there's a comedy conference. And, like, what are people here with their notebooks? And I was like, I'm still in the front row because I've been there all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> But yeah, so when we got when that when you got the gala and we now were like from out of town, right. we stayed at the Hyatt and I really was just you know this is my moment and I was so happy to just hang out and because we do enjoy not having any responsibilities oh, too God, yes. and yes. just being like okay can I help you like do you need your outfit steamed or like and then the rest of the time you're just like hanging out you know at the bar and stuff right. and. That sounds Taking a few boring. pictures. Yeah. I'm a great Instagram husband. You are the best Instagram husband. I mean, yeah. you need to have that. Yeah. You, know, you jump into the assistant role 
Oh yeah, happily though. Like that, as you said, you balance that out. I mean, sometimes I'm like, okay, not pictures, annoyed. but uh, well, just a lot of photos. She gets annoyed or annoying. Annoyed, <laughs> both actually. But, <laughs> no, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. I did not mean that. Uh, no, so but did I you love say you like hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not that. Anyway, after that, they started <laughs> being together. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they always came down from Right. So then as you're working on now, like, do you, because I was so enamored, I watched a couple of your sets on online and there's a joke that you have shared. Oh yeah. Um, that I I, that she stole. stole. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is that what you mean by sharing? I mean, I'm not judging, so I should probably get going. I don't know, like, there you're like, never mind like, the hour. Siri. I've done it on in French and English on TV. Yeah, she said it in every language. I'm ready to translate it to Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I think it was the silent joke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's how our parents. That's how our parents reacted to us getting married. But but I I was so curious because I actually thought you both delivered it well. Like, I don't think there was like, oh, she really nailed it. Because I've done, like, I've been an understudy at Second City and tried to fill, uh, like, Carolyn Taylor's role. And yeah. Not easy, because she's, like, a very unique quality of comedy. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know guys, who she is from Baroness. So yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's Baroness so in general amazing. is freaking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, who just has written for for like you had week. a week there, I had a and week. you might have another I mean, another thing. We'll it's the best show. Yeah. I'm so proud of Canada. Yes. They make me so proud. So with sharing, <laughs> like, shout out. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> no. It's the first time sure. I actually had to where I was in the U.S. and I wanted to change my login information to Canada so I could watch a show. Yeah, that you know was ahead in Canada. That no, they're killing the it though. Away. Baroness, Sh- Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the New York comics were talking about Shit's Creek. They're like so into it. Yeah. We're like, what? we're really Canada's killing it. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, finally, we're, we're given the opportunity to step up, and we delivered. Yes. And I'm so proud yeah. of our yeah. So when you're sharing, <laughs> so when you share jokes slash um, steal, steal them, yeah. you know what? Did you know that she stole? I thought I. Of course came up I did. So, d- all right, who wants to take the? Do you want to start? No, please one. let the victim speak. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, your your law really just really showed your law. You see, you see how people why people love lawyers. Oh yeah, great, great Let the victims speak. So (laughs) she tells me. So she's like, I'm 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 doing Fallon, and here's my script. Can you read it over and let me know what you think? And I'm like, sure. And I thought it was a joke because my joke was right there, right in the script for Fallon. So I'm like, oh, I guess you're just gonna take it. And she's like, well, it's shared property at this point. (laughs) Well, I already put it on TV in Canada. Oh, you had already? Yeah, the gala okay. last summer. Oh, you did. Okay, that's what English. you did. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. But then we had like to get into so a fight. I, I, which we... I figured it was already a, a done a shared deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then the what, how did you I, 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 I thought I had, I thought that it She's was. She's so lucky I'm easygoing, honestly. I am, I am. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't I mean, be the other way around. for four years, so yeah. I kind of go, in, in eight years, is that something that's going to come up? I can't be like, remember when you took that joke? I, I mean, I didn't, the truth is, is that I thought I had a joke. I guess I thought I had that joke. And we had to go back and see back all and of our galas and all of our performances online. Cause she's I, like, I, I know that I I've it said it before. Yeah. And I'm like, you Years didn't. Ago. Yeah. yeah. I but did it, have a pause to the silence, but I said something else. Right? Yeah. Which I said, was nice. I, it was about it being a small wedding and whatever, but I, I thought that I had that particular line, but I didn't. So, we, yeah, we reviewed the tapes, and I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we have that, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Standing up for <laughs> So, on record, we have that too, and we'll I, like, I, I paid her that. for the joke. I paid her for the joke. Yeah. 
I got Gucci shoes. Okay, yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not wearing them now, but. Those are not. Oh, my God. I hope she didn't sell those to us. They were Gucci, because those are definitely. They only don't shoes. All right. But they don't look like Gucci. Okay. Uh, but then so when you, like, as you're writing things together, do you ever go, like, you know what? You you actually deliver this one better. This is good. This is your jam more than mine. It's, yeah. I mean, I think, well, I think if the joke is, you know what? It's not even so much delivery as if it makes if it's funnier coming from the Palestinian person or right. if it's or, or it's funnier coming from me, yeah, a Jewish person. <laughs> if it's you know who it makes sense from whose perspective it makes sense, um, or if it makes sense, yeah, yeah. I guess for what which from who it would be funniest. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we necessarily have a a one would have a better delivery because we're not like. Act, actors, we don't know. Well, I mean, you're you, del- you del- like you. Or, I don't know. I think stand-ups are actors. I think you're yeah. presenting like stories or you're presenting jokes. But when you're writing your duo stuff, do you kind of put your your set and your set together and go, okay, now how do we thread this together? Yes. Yeah. We're we're trying to of the hour that we do. We're trying to use more things that we couldn't do without the other one, like a joint story. Yes. That happened together where we tell it together yeah um from our two perspectives or whatever that we would never do in our stand-up alone like it wouldn't it wouldn't work without right. the other one there but there's definitely uh, and that's our favorite stuff because it's such that a was experience. the best thing that ever worked like even when when we started last year just for laughs so bbc asked us to do something together on stage and we said no and they said please do something together and we said no well it was and to record <laughs> it was it was we hadn't yet we didn't have a duo act. Exactly. They just were going to have us individually on this stand-up show that they record for their world service. Okay. That they were doing it during JFL time. And, and that woman was so lovely. British that British woman. woman we said was no because so you weren't ready for it? Well, we, we just, ready it was and to we, record for like a significant audience. Oh, Seven million okay. people around yeah. the world yeah, are going to yeah, hear this, you we, know. We, were, like, we had not uh, done a duo act yeah. before, so it seemed a lot... To put something down on the recording. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's also hard. Because like opportunities like that come, you're like, oh my god, we have to do this. Yeah. But we're not entirely ready. Yeah. Well, so, so. she's this woman. She was very she persuasive. Said, if it's not good, we won't use it. That's right. We'll just use your. Oh. Did, we each did our own set, okay. and then we did together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was all just like five minutes, five minutes, and then that was five minutes or something. That's right. And she was so lovely and persuasive, and British accent, and that whole thing. And I have to mention that call. Yeah. That we got from her. It was like oh ten o'clock God. in the morning, and she calls us, and she's just uh, going so through. British. So amazing, so and sweet. I wish I could do a British accent. I well, can't, but anyway, she's telling us the words <laughs> do you that want to tell me the lines and all. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So she's like the words that you cannot say. You cannot say the f word, the. Seaweed or cook. Or cook or like mute and just like died on the floor. Because it was like so polite. No F word, no C word, no cook. Yeah. So great. Anyway, so yeah. Because also you just being in New York, you're so unaccustomed to that kind of sunny morning British like hello yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you're already like we're already laughing yeah. because we're like what is this yeah um, it, no you literally wake up in the morning you hear everything that's happening on the street like right. people honking and it's swearing an at each other and it's like that's horns. our alarm yeah. clock yeah yeah, yeah. And this woman, I mean, I wish I, we should have recorded her just as like a morning greeting. That we oh my gosh, she's the best. Hello, yeah. good morning. Uh, British are the best good morningers. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 
Yeah. So then you're gonna you're writing your cartoon right now as yeah. well. So who's the person that um, instigates projects? Like, who's the one that goes, we should do this? Or do you come up well, with Well, I think I had the, I was maybe the one that had the original idea of doing a cartoon. Yeah. Um, and then, basically, but we'd already been kind of wanting to work with our friend who's, a, who's an illustrator, this guy, right. Jesse Brown. They're who draws fantastic. Them. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. He drew us for our wedding, uh, our wedding uh, invitations. Yeah. So he had one that was brunch, one that was um, party, and uh, like the one for the out of towners They're or great. whatever. I'm such a he, fan. He's so talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, he drew us. Uh, he drew us very thin. Yeah. So my mother loved that. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's uh, still uh, from oh. the fat shame days. Oh, yeah. Boy. Not that that doesn't exist, but anyways, and um and and then El Solomon was our the El Solomon's was our wedding email, and hashtag, hashtag and. And then we would always write these back and forth uh, dialogue stuff on Facebook that people yeah. responded to. And then Jesse, he wanted to do something all together. And so he started animating it. And I basically, or not, not animating it, but drawing it, right. illustrating it. And But the idea was from, I guess, with Iman, I just, you know, thinking about what we wanted and how we saw things. We are, What we'd like to do is to have a, a half-hour animated sitcom mm-hmm. that we can do the I voices. I love that are, idea. The best. So, because you know, as you know, big projects like that uh, take always take a back burner. You, it's hard to find the time to get into that. Yeah. I thought, well, if we do some, like, we could commit to once a week just having um, a quick illustration. Um, yeah. And, uh, and hopefully build some audience there. And um, we've been able to commit to, to that actually That's for like a year and a half or something every week. Yeah. In yeah. November, it'll be wow. two years. Yeah. yeah. So I, and that helps us get people to our shows. And, oh yeah, uh, and 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 kind of start to see ourselves as these characters. And really, I mean, I think the stuff is the duo is seen. You know, as you would in any sitcoms, like you're this archetype. I'm this, you know, bitchy lawyer type. You're the whatever. You know, you're the cool like. She said it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, no. Right? Go, oh no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh-huh. yeah. uh huh. Keep yeah. going. Um, but yeah, seeing ourselves in these kinds of more as these characters. And, yeah. Um, Although and, it's, I, yeah. I don't see it as a character. I really see it as us just yeah. in a cartoon form. It's like a heightened version. Yeah. Right? But I, I still feel like people book us separately as well. So um, it's I mean, been... almost once they find out about the dual act, then it's kind of like a they bonus. usually want. Yeah, it's a bonus, or they'll like they'll definitely the next time around. Exactly. So that. if like Jess will get booked on a show that I won't get booked on, maybe next time they'll be like, okay, both of you do it, and same here. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Um, um, and we still... It's kind of like, because I guess it, it brings us, it's put us a little bit in this uh, variety act sketch yeah. group. Um, and, uh, and, and for, you know, um, to host a show or to, for a gay event, it's like, two was, you know, it's, it's like, it's like something that people yeah. don't see. I mean, so. it's a very specific <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's fantastic because it also, it also is ed- educational. Like there's such an intelligence behind your sets there. I mean, people Thank must you. just scratch their head and go, you know, this is an amazing thing we've just witnessed. I, I hope. I mean, there's one, we seem to reach a lot, the people that seem the most, like, um, impacted are the interfaith, interfaith interracial couples. Right. Um, which is fun, whether they're queer or straight or whatever. Um, that's That's been, like, a new group of people that we um, seem to resonate with. Uh, that we wouldn't on our own. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes we do these kinds of uh, shows where there is like a, a component of 
Q&A after, and really? people want to get into Middle East stuff, and, you know, they want to delve deeper, and, I mean, it's not my favorite, but if it does yeah, open things, Iman is, like, so, you're so, she has such a light touch with um, political conversations in a way that I, I, you know, we're both, we both lose our minds with our own people, yeah. what, and often we're in front of mostly Jews, so I, um, when I'm always sort of on the defensive, that they're going to be, um, you know, uh, say something about Palestinian people or the situation that mm-hmm. is going to be uh, embarrassing to me or I'm going to, you know, hate. And so I'm always, like, kind of at the ready, right. you know. And their reaction to me is is also different because I think at the core level, everybody can understand, you know, in that scenario, Iman, these are my people and I'm defending my my uh, hair, like my own yeah um, whereas you're history, a traitor yeah whereas I'm more of a yeah a traitor <laughs> no no I've been called that I yeah. like literally really? you know yeah, yeah 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 the owner of the company seller on a podcast anyways wow. we uh, but you but and there's been less opportunities for us to perform for Muslim groups but you um you know definitely online uh she gets much more uh, crazy with you know Muslims religious who Muslims. are religious Muslims who are or even the ones that are not super religious, but they're like, you can't be saying that you're Muslim. You're gay. You can't be gay and Muslim. Wow. Stop saying that you're, you're like embarrassing us. You know, comments like How that. How do you get around that? Though? And, and then, I'm, then I'm like, oh, come on. You know, it's like. You used to it. Like, I, I go, that, how do you get comedy out of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, well, we, have, a, we, we have, have those muscles. Um, I think that's why I got into comedy. Because the, the, the whole point of being in comedy is, first of all, it's exposure. And just, like, telling my own story mm-hmm. of my own people. As, as opposed to, like, I moved to Canada and, like everything you saw about Muslims was so negative. Mm-hmm. And also, Muslims, the way they are, or they've become, they've gone from, like, being innovators and leaders to just, like, sheep and following and ignorant and backwards. So just, um, I found that comedy was such a powerful tool to mm-hmm. sort of dispel stereotypes and just, like, argue or, or you know, present myself the way I want to. Yeah, And I really... I mean, I find it so entertaining that Jess and I's relationship was basically about promoting peace and we just, like, united every single side to hate us equally, you know? <laughs> right, and just, like, well, we, so, yeah. you know? We, we do have a, a section of our show that is, like, in terms, like... Reading the comments of, that we get. The, the ones that are the most <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Reading comments from, like, YouTube stuff? Yeah, yeah hate YouTube, everywhere, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Articles. How, now, where, like, where do you put that? Like, does that just make you bond together closer? Like... Yeah, I, I find, mean... Does it never just, like, flatten you? I haven't gotten a lot of, like, um, yeah. trolley stuff. I've had one that was just so ridiculous it was laughable. But how do you... Where do you put that so that you Some can... of them are really funny because yeah. they're so ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, all the, like, homophobic comments I don't care about because right. I'm like, you're an idiot, you know? Yeah. And, um, like, all of that you're going to burn See, that in bothers me a lot. You hate like, it, when bro. Muslims are like, you can't call yourself Muslim and gay, and I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Right. So that's what really gets me, and I'm just, like, arguing with them. Like, Just for Laughs posted a, an awesome clip from the, the gala that I did a couple of years ago, and, I mean, just, you should see the comments. Yeah. It's just out of this world, and... It's really frustrating, but then I was, like, arguing back and forth, and Jess is like, maybe that looks bad that you're, like, on there arguing with these people right. on your own clip, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, until I realized that some of the people I'm arguing with are, like, 16 and 17 years old, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed that I wasted so much time arguing with these, like, they're kids, just still brainwashed, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not, they haven't grown I mean, up. But maybe that's 
who you should be arguing with. Should I? Well, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, there is something about, like, don't even engage. You yeah. Know? But I mean, and then I don't know what is becomes unprofessional. That like, you should, that if you're the person, like, that maybe they, because these people don't expect the comedian to, like, come back at yeah. them in the... Comment, well, right? the, la- the well, last, all the more reason too, because then I go, you, you can't yeah. be anonymous about your hatred. Yeah, if yeah. you're gonna say something as m- mean and evil, then stand behind it. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't, then guess what? <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should challenge your own thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I try to come back with something funny and like cutting or whatever. Yeah. you know, um, that's not so. That's not too defensive or whatever. But I understand the response and the kind of comments that. Um, the one, I mean, the ones that are there's on all the just for last videos are just like yours women specifically. Get so I mean, much. If you hate. look at any of the women comment right. comics, it's like it's ridiculous. always like physical. They're ugly. They're stupid. They're so fu- not funny. Women are not mm-hmm. funny. Guys, it'll be like, oh, that joke was stupid, and that's it. It's mm-hmm. never like attack. People really hate women. It's so it's so brutal. Well, especially online, yeah. Online, it's the like the anonymous. Yeah. The anonymous. I comments. mean, kind of the worst comments for me. Like, I mean, the only ones that I did with uh, the Tonight Show. I mean, literally, I didn't get anything negative about my appearance because I think Tina Fey or Sarah Palin is a compliment, obviously. But um, the uh, there was a lot of. She seems really nice. I wish her well, but this just wasn't. You know, like it was so much work. <laughs> you know, just kind of like yeah. Or, or the, and there was a good amount, which because if it's something I haven't seen before, then people are repeating it. That's yeah. when I kind of I'm like, oh my god. Um, but a, a lot of people uh, suggesting that people just watch it without the sound. You know, <laughs> and they're like, if you know, the problem is you watch it. Just read the jokes. Or you know. The jokes and, are good, the delivery is in. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And like, because I think that people have this idea that um, because, you know, depending on what kind of persona you have, um, you know, they think it's not confident, but that's like, that's how I am. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't not confident. No, I mean, maybe what... the first, like, joke or whatever, you're a bit nervous. But, like, then you're, you know, you're in it. Yeah. But it's just not a male delivery, right. you know? And then when women try to have a male delivery and be really, like, rah, you know, you know, then they're like, well, you know, why don't you, is that a good impression of, that? of men? I love that. <laughs> you know, then they're like, you know, well, why don't you be true to who you are? Why are you trying to be a man? You know, like, yeah, it's right. like there's no, I mean, we see this with, uh, the, with the politicians. I mean, it's sure. like. That likability thing. And How that, do you navigate that? Like, I mean, you're in a male, still male-dominated world, the stand-up world. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I sort of dip in with improv, but with improv, at least, I can clap back into a scene. Yeah. You know, if somebody's being, you know, you're, you're one person on stage. How yeah. do you guys navigate that as a, as a, not only as a duo, but individuals? I mean... Uh, I, I think it was so... It, it's a little easier for me because I was literally born a second-class citizen oh, yeah. in every sense it's of the way. It's true that I freak out You know, I, I was a Muslim. girl in a Muslim family. Right. Right away, that's a bad thing. Right. You know, left-handed. Right. Pa- right. Pa- Palestinian in Kuwait. Right. Coming to Canada as an immigrant. Like, I was always... I always had to sort of deal... With that, I, I went to high school with French teachers who were basically separatists and hated, you know, that we were immigrants. And right. Um, so you're saying it's no, no big deal? It's, like, yeah. it's, I was used to it. Then I started to stand up 12 years ago. used to uh, separate the, the kids in sports. Immigrants against the what? Kids. Oh, yeah, I promise. We lo- we all loved him, and though. We thought he was hilarious. And he, and he would cheer, cheer for the kids. Yeah, Quebecois kids. <laughs> 
I started working in stand-up. All my all the comedy club owners were like, I hate women, I hate this. But in my head, I was always like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to be good at this. I'm yeah. going to, you know, it was kind of like motivation. And that's what was really interesting. The differences between Jess and I during the last political, you know, election with Hillary losing, it's, it was the perfect example is that sketch on SNL with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle watching it with their it was white, like right with after their the white friends yeah they were watching the results come in with, the, with some white friends and uh-huh. you know yeah and the white friends are just like they're saying, I can't they were saying it. I can't literally everything they came out of my mouth but yeah exactly exactly every conversation Jess and I had and Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are like we believe welcome. it you know yeah. exactly like welcome to our reality right. for ever now yeah oh, no, um, I could not this one was like I, meltdown it took a yeah. year like it took a good year for me to be able to like Properly do stand up almost. I was like, yeah. such Even a mess. after Trump was elected? Yeah. 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 I was really that, a mess. Okay, here's the weird angle of it though that there's a level that I'm grateful for. Because yeah. I thought we were way. I guess more... we have to go. No, no, please stay. <laughs> no, this is where I convert you. Okay. Yeah, take these hats. <laughs> Um, no, because I thought we were more advanced. I thought that uh, women had a much more equal ground, and it made me aware that we have way more work to do. Oh, yeah. I think, but I, but we, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Like we drove from uh, Toronto to Los Angeles, and as we drove through, it was just as October, and we started seeing billboards and going, oh, wait a second, we're actually in more trouble than I thought. So the awareness yeah. I just didn't have. So. I guess I the mean, status quo I, covered up the fact that women were doing better than we actually were. But how is that possible when okay. we are not like equal pay? Abortion is still like you know uh, a, an issue in the I, states. I never saw it that I don't, way. I th- my my feeling about this yeah. is that what Trump did was he exposed the weaknesses in the democratic system and the institutions and how easy it is for um, a uh, extreme. Uh, right-wing mm-hmm. group of people to take over the government. Yeah. And because I think that, I mean, a lot of people, it's always been like this and whatever. I, I think a lot of what what we're seeing are people that are being, like, radicalized, you know, right. that they weren't before. Like, you can, you can say abortion isn't an issue in Canada. Nobody's, it's not been an issue for years. But give it a cup, you invest enough money, because uh, a lot of it's coming over the border from these groups that have a real agenda. And they've been organizing for a long time. Yeah, yeah. They've been putting in, I mean, speaking about abortion specifically, they these well, ev- well everyone else has just been living their life, mm-hmm. assuming that things are fine. Um, and, and generally, you know, there's been a, a move towards progress. Mm-hmm. They've been organizing and putting in judges. At every local election, they've been out there, and they're motivated by religion. So mm-hmm. that's like a very powerful force. Mm-hmm. They're homeschool. They're like an army of people. And... None of the, it's not that public opinion reflects the policies on guns. It's not like public opinion wants a ban on abortion. You know, in any state, I mean, I don't think it's 25, like it's that no state reaches 25% pro banning abortion. Right. It's these people that have taken the reins of power. And to me, it's, it's exposed the weakness in the, the democratic institutions in, in the U.S. that that was able to happen. Yeah. And, I mean, certainly some things have come to the surface, but I think some people have been radical, like, have been turned into that, too, you yeah. know? That wouldn't have been under different leadership. I think there's a lot of uh, propaganda going on and a lot of um, brainwashing and fear-mongering, which but could happen during, here, you know? But it, also during creating the stat- a situation out of nothing. 
you know? There's an Im- the, the immigration issue. You know, like, things that you can whip it, you can whip people up into a frenzy when right. they weren't before. Right, 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 right. But I was going to say that Sorry. even during the status quo, no, 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 you're absolutely <laughs> right, so. but I also no, think I that during the... I see the lawyer in you. Yeah. Really clear. Uh, but even... I arrest my kids. <laughs> I do it's think that... the gavel's a bit much. That's yeah. <laughs> what about the wig? <laughs> no, the wig I like, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, I, I just do think the idea of the status quo, that people don't want to question or change anything, we feel comfortable and we feel like everything is okay when there's still so many flaws. So something that I would always get told, like, well, why don't you go back to the Middle East if you're not happy with this? Right. But it doesn't mean that I'm saying that the Middle East is better. I'm just saying that this this is great, yeah. but it could be so much better. We could improve so much. The fact that we live in a Western society and women are not getting paid equally is insane. insane. That Iceland is the only country in the world to, to, to make you know the yeah. wage gap illegal. Like, yeah. Why are we saying that America is the best country in the world? So people's yeah. point of comparison of being it like... It is for showbiz! <laughs> well, this is interesting because you have very strong opinions about the political climate that we're in and about everything. You're very opinionated people. How? how why are you drawn to comedy to express yourself? I would have... So it, my dad really wanted me to be a politician. I thought I'd be caught in a scandal like every second day if right. I ran into politics. I ran for politics. I mean, um, you, and I you thought it was... You your cowboy hat here? In, or I mean, who says hat? Muslims don't... I know, she's like, I wish people could see. <laughs> right? and she's yeah. like, you really look like a, like a Muslim politician. <laughs> I mean, like, how to get votes out here. That's like, right. You look like one that's at, like, the Calgary Festival. That's yeah, right. yeah. Dressed up. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I, I, I do think that if you're preachy, uh, it doesn't get to people. Yeah, yeah. So if you're funny, you ha- you give them something to think about. And I, re- where did I, you learn that? Um, I think just like growing up, not being the best student, not graduating university, <laughs> easy, not easy, does it? <laughs> dropping out of university and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but my teachers really like really. I always got away with so much because I was able to make them laugh. Right. Um, and I, I knew it. Yeah, I mean, at my house, it was, it's, it's really, our dynamic is either we're, like, really laughing or just fighting. Right. Which is basically my personality in real life. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just knew that if you make somebody laugh, and I know that it was, like, a, def- a coping mechanism for, like, my grandparents escaping wars and uh-huh. stuff like that. My grandmother, maternal grandmother, was known to be, like, so funny after losing literally everything, right. going from, like, super wealthy to just the clothes clothes on her back, wow. her seven children, nothing, like homeless, and just being the life of the party, right. and just being able to, so yeah, I, I just knew that comedy is such a powerful yeah. tool, and I just saw, especially with the Palestinian-Israeli situation, I got, I'm not saying that I converted a lot of people or changed people's minds, but I, I just gave them something to think about when right. we would do kosher jokes for the holidays, and just exposing them to Muslim people and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a group of Muslim comics uh, in Montreal that you started with that yeah. were on the scene a couple of years before I started. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think so there was sort of like a critical mass of like cool Muslim comics uh, talking about their background. And it was such a new thing because I mean, talking about Jewish material jokes, I mean, forget it, it's been millennia, it feels right. like and we've been doing that. Yeah. So, um, it was when Iman started so bringing me, Ali, and Muslim. Faisal. Exactly. Yeah. So we're like sitting down at a bar drinking, and we're like, everybody thinks we're 
terrorist. Well, and, like, so here, actually like, looks like that guy and, from and, True Lies exactly. and he had that joke, which was like the movie that was playing when you well, came to Canada. Well, that's the thing. It's like when, right. when, you, when I came to Canada, like you're so limited to the 6 o'clock news, the 11 o'clock news, and whatever movies were playing. Right. And True Lies was the representation for my people. Right. It was terrible. You it was know? a funny movie, though. It was a great movie, but it was still, like, I'm just <laughs> like, really, oh, my God, you know, this, is, great movie, this sure. is so, you know, it's so Things have bad. changed, thank goodness. It doesn't hold up, maybe, but... I really, yeah. I know people shit on social media, but I feel like social media is the best thing that happened to justice. For black people, uh, how they're treated in the States, uh-huh. how they're getting killed, how they're put in jail to Palestine, the Palestinian cause, I feel like we're exposed to a lot more than the biased media yeah, had us used to for a very, very long time. It's, and what about you then, Jess, with your, because your path was in law, and then suddenly yeah. you're like, wait a second, I can serve my voice stronger yeah. through comedy. I mean, now it seems crazy to say, but it's true that ten when I was in The Hague, I didn't really love law. I just wanted to make a difference and do something helpful in <laughs> yeah. the world. I just want to do a little difference. I, I just want to be right. Know, <laughs> I just want yeah, to law came naturally to me, but it's not like I dreamed about being a lawyer. Yeah. And I mean, when I think back to it, yeah, I was watching a lot of, um, I was in Holland and I was watching, you could illegally, at that time, torrent shows. So I wasn't limited to, you know, that Grey's Anatomy and right. Dutch, which is like the only version of it where you can't cry because the language is so ugly, but <laughs> it's horrid. Um, so I was watching a lot of The Daily Show, and at the time, I mean, John Stewart was having a real impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got Crossfire canceled, oh, yeah. and Tucker Carlson it said that, you know, explain how that show was hurting America, and I guess, it was, yeah, I started to see that comedy could have that kind of mm-hmm. an impact, and that satire was powerful, and... And then things are so far gone now that now that I've given up my law degree and like I'm deep into comedy, John Stewart's given up on people as like raising <laughs> animals on a farm. Is he? Yeah. And Tucker Carlson's I mean, like living his best white nationalist life. I kind of get that too yeah. though. Like there's a tipping point. Like do you ever find yourself so angry you can't see comedy? No. Yeah. And now and now you know all I was right seeing now. after the election. Yeah. And now I'm like have no. I'm under no illusion. Uh, with Trump that you can yeah. even write a real like you know that all of these onions. Uh, headlines are true, coming right. true, right? So right, you have to uh, look and see what who's posted it. You go like, oh, it's a New York Times. Oh no, it's actually Onion. Like it yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell the difference. Exactly. So that's a very bad place to be for yeah. comedy, obviously. And the I don't think that jokes can can save us. I think that actually the lawyers have been very critical. And when the Muslim ban came up, and the those army that army of lawyers that showed up at the airport with their laptops yeah. filing applications. That was the moment where I was like, okay, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe comedy's advocacy wasn't the right move. But now Have I'm you ever thought about going back in? Um, no, because now I'm just so, my brain is like, whatever happens to your brain in comedy after like a decade, I, I can't. Right. I, I, it's You'd be doing closing co- statements and be like, Anyway, folks, try the veal. No, it would be, no, yeah, it would be hard. It would be really hard to, and I don't know that anyone would pick me back because I've written so much online right. at this point. And, um, yeah, I just love, and I, I love comedy. I mean, I I, I guess I, I, it wasn't that I dreamed of doing comedy, but I always uh, loved, uh, especially I told, entertained friends a lot with uh, with stories, yeah. funny stories, and uh, about my family growing up. Yeah. And um, I, uh have to think. Well, I guess I realized this more recently, but I think for me, you know how a lot of kids are that are bullied become comedians because yeah. that becomes their way of not getting 
beat up, mm-hmm. being funny and what for me I think yeah maybe I'm so, I'm so annoying especially with always pushing people oh. in my life, especially and, and being late. Great self awareness. Yeah, I'm learning and I realize <laughs> that's, so, that's too so two sided. Great self awareness <laughs> says the victim. Yeah 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 okay okay yeah real passive aggressive comment there. Uh, but I, you know, I realize that I'm always doing this thing where I, like, because I'm often late to stuff or I'm, like, making people around me crazy, I have to uh, be so funny and make, but when I show up late somewhere, It has to be a good time. Right. I have to be so good right. and funny that they're, like, they forget. That she was late. How I'm late and annoying and stuff. Right. So that's so you that's, feel like that's that, why you have your comedy muscles too. I think so. You, I this is really just. I, I, this is like yeah yeah yes. I mean, well, it's like you, I guess, with your teachers and being late. I mean, I often also was late with stuff. And I'm I mean, actually very punctual, so uh, no. But I mean, no, late with assignments. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barely no, no, no. College. Of course, I barely did my homework, and yeah, I got away right. with a lot. Yeah. So sure. I think yeah, I think it, I I found the muscle develop yeah, out of trying to make up for yeah making be late or making people angry or i don't know do you remember the bit do you remember the bit where you were like oh i'm funny i mean i remember entertaining my whole class i don't know what we were all waiting we were stuck in in school like in a in the drama like we were in a room and i don't know if we all had to get shot like meningitis shots or there was some reason that we were all stuck somewhere yeah and i started and and what somebody like requested one of my stories and <laughs> were you sitting like with a wine glass that you could put chips into too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any requests out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, and it was a story about um, when I went to, there was, you know, at Disney, they had an MGM Studios. I don't know if it still exists. Anyways, it was new I at wonder. the time. Yeah. It was kind of around Epcot Where? or whatever. In Orlando. Oh. Anyway, it was one of the parks. Okay. Okay, like there was Epcot, Disney. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There was an MGM Studios. They yeah. had rides. It was with the a... lion. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we went to Disney World with my family and uh, that that particular day, my mom had blow dried her hair and she wanted it to, and it, it started raining. And <laughs> right. so she decided uh, she didn't want her hair to get ruined, so she put a shower cap from the hotel. Awesome. And she walked around I'd rather have a shower cap on than I know. have my hair ruined. So yeah. she walked around with a shower cap, and it was so embarrassing. And <laughs> and actually, when we went to one of the themed restaurants, some people recognized her from her shower cap earlier <laughs> in the day, and they were like... And she was proud. She was right. actually... Because now we were inside, so she had taken off. Her hair was perfect. And she's like, yeah, that was me, you yeah. know? And... So, and I, there are a lot of little things in the story yeah. that I can't remember, but the gist of it was my mom in the shower cap all day. Yeah, and, uh, it's fantastic. And they image. knew my mom, so, like, they could see, right, right. they had the visual, and they could imagine it. Yeah. Um, do you find, um, like, do you have goals now past what you're working on right now? Like, as you're sort of coming into things like Jimmy Fallon and the gala, like, do you kind of go, okay, great, now this? And is this what you pictured? Um... A lot of things so far that have happened are things that I've pictured in that, like, late night is a thing. You know, I, I mean, honestly, being in New York, and, and before we moved there, for real, with the green card, we did a lot of trips. And mm-hmm. so I was getting a sense already of what people there were accomplishing. It's hard sometimes in Canada to even know how anybody gets these things. But right. then you're there, and it's just like, you know, like, because in Canada, you see, like, 
I mean, a lot from Facebook, right? Because people put their accomplishments sure. on there, obviously. Yeah. So you see, you know, oh, I got the Halifax or I got... There's like a few things you can get, maybe, you know. Now a couple people like getting their own, you know, sketch show or whatever. That's really cool. But um, but there it's like, oh, I'm writing for SNL or I'm... You know, like Comedy I'm, Central sketch comedy, or it's just special right. on oh. Netflix or special on Comedy Central. Yeah, there's yeah, so there's many so avenues. Many, you see them getting so many things and you work with all these people. And so it, you start to be able to see how it can happen. So that's opened up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, uh, I think other than, you know, hoping to have uh, a sitcom with Iman, which is like, like a very big dream type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's still like, I, I think I mostly focus on like the kind of things I want to do in my stand-up. Mm, which is um, I, you know, kind of, because I feel one of the things that when I think about the individual stuff and the duo act, the duo act is necessarily about, it's all about relationship sure. stuff and our interactions with each other. Some of it's political, some of it's just regular relationship stuff. So then it makes like your own stand-up, all the other stuff that you might want to talk about right. that's not. Um, and there's a kind of, and I'm not going to describe it well, but there's a kind of stand-up that I really love, and I strangely have never been able to really do it, which is when someone starts with a crazy premise, and you're like, where are they going with this? And then they just break, they've been, and I, as a lawyer, I can't believe, this is maybe why it appeals to me so much, and I, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And, like, some observation about whatever, and, and it's almost controversial, and you're like, I, okay, okay, you know, the, you're a professional, we'll see where this goes. Like, yeah. you're almost a little bit angry, like, are you, and then they just break it down, and each argument is so persuasive and so funny, yeah. and that you can't, like, you can't disagree with them, right. you know? Um, Who does it that you're, I mean, I think, of, I think Doug Stanhope is someone I think about, Sam Jay, I've seen recently in New York, does that. Um, those two come to mind for sure, Doug Stanhope and Sam Jay. But I've seen it like a lot of I've seen a lot of comedians who it's not like the main thing that they do, but they have great bits like that. Yeah. And I I just yeah, so that's something that I but I, I don't know, I don't know how you just kind of like you have to have that it just has to come to you sort of. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I mean I think yeah. like you're a smarty pants, so you probably could actually just construct that. That. just like, engineer it. My brain would not I mean probably our brain wouldn't do that yeah. kind of thing. You could no, no, but it's just different forms. Like I, yeah. I, I love the fact that you're like, I like that idea of that kind of stand-up, whereas I'm like, I didn't even know there was that kind of stand-up. I just assumed somebody just brought that to the table of their set. So Yeah, I don't know uh, if it has a name, but I... But I, you're right, yeah. like, there's like the, there's the punchline comic, <coughs> there's the storyteller comic, and then there's this kind yeah. of comic. So. I appreciate the one-liners and to have those sprinkled in. I, as a, for a long form, you know, to watch somebody for, uh, 45 minutes or an hour, I can't with the one with it that's like constantly in misdirection, you know, I can't, um, but I, I also, you know, I, and I also, when it's only, when there's no personal stuff or when it's all observational, I really like a, a mix mix of stuff. If I'm, if I'm watching someone for an hour, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iman, what about you? Do, Do you feel like this is... Your part of your plan, your strategy. I love are. performing. I love comedy. I don't like this whole whatever she just said of just like <laughs> bring a problem, offend everybody, and solve the problem. Yeah. Not I really on purpose. No, just like no, it's, it's like, just like, like yeah. kind of like uh, you don't know, yeah, Where it's how going. they're going to justify it. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And even like my taste in comedy is is always, I was trying to think of like my favorite comedians and they're all so different. Right. But what I like is like how funny they are. So like the more punchlines, I guess, or the more they make me laugh is mm-hmm. what makes them funny. So I think that's always the goal. Like I, I sometimes like there's, there are jokes that I want to talk about that I know that the crowd isn't on board with, like mm-hmm. how I'm against same race marriages and people are like, eek. Right. But, you, um, but that's, but that's an example of the kind of thing that I'm saying. You have a lot of the, when you're like, yeah. when you're like, I'm against same race marriages, people are like, okay, yeah. and where are you going with this? And then you back it up, you know, yeah. because you're like, we can't have, you know, but maybe you've come at, creatively, you've come at a different angle. Like you're sort of, picturing well, it on a whiteboard and maybe you're picturing it up in your gut you yeah. know like it's totally the same things but different approaches I think it does have to come from a gut place and I'm just like whiteboardies looking at and I'm like what are they doing that is like I like so much yeah. it's like oh that's what they're doing she's yeah. basically in a lab coat writing her jokes I mean right? I get that's <laughs> because that's how Matt and I work too yeah. like Matt's very like he wants the cue cards and I'm yeah. like let's just improvise a scene let's like feel and it. Record yeah. it and then I'll transcribe that's it, it. Yeah. Like, I, that's me totally we're trying to find the same goals yeah um, I like to be loose on stage for sure and improvise stuff but I need to know that we have something yes you know that's good you're the word, you know yeah yeah <laughs> so and you're you, you're so much of your stand-up individually too is so private too do you ever worry about like your family's vision of what you're doing I've given up on my family like worrying a long time yeah. ago but she she worries a bit more are yeah. you in touch like do you still yeah we see them we just saw them too oh. when we were in Montreal um but you don't like delve into your career when you speak to each other. I mean they don't get it like right. I told my dad that just did Jimmy Fallon he's like that's great and I'm like I know he has no idea what yeah. I'm talking about and he's like is Jimmy short for Jamil and I'm like oh my god <laughs> who does not know Jimmy Fallon that's, my father yeah. so it's really hard to explain to them things and for them to understand what it is mm-hmm. and that's such a blessing um which is so <laughs> great because yeah I mean like with Jess's family, they're a lot more supportive and they want to be there for shows. And then it's like you say something on stage and they get hurt and you're like, oh, right. you know. Uh. How do you do? How do you deal with that kind of stuff? Because doesn't that censor your creativity? Yeah, I mean, I get throw up thinking about my family listening to my comedy album. Yeah. You know, there's a couple yeah. of tracks. I, I have, I could perform in front of my family for a certain amount of time, but if you're going to listen to my whole album, you know, I'm going to be complaining about a date not being sexually aggressive enough for right. me. And that's going to be really... But that's got nothing um, to do with your religion or no, your no. choices in... No, but yeah, that's just me thinking about because my cousin in Peru told me that they found my album on Spotify and they like put it like in the house, like not like he didn't listen to it with his speakers on. So right. then I was just thinking of my uncle like hearing and, and, and yeah, and also Peru and they like, you know... At, First of all, buy it. You're my family. Don't stress. <laughs> Wait a second. Let's just boil it down. First of all, buy it. <laughs> if you're really gonna be somebody. But how do you do? You just kind of go. Ah, I have. I have to do what I have to do. No, I. I can't. I wish. You know. Well, it's out I, there though. Yeah. Your comedy album is out there. Yeah, so. yeah. No, well, that I mean, I couldn't really help, and I, I promote it, but I, I, and I did tell them don't listen to like this track, please, right. and. Um, and I'm sure that's the first track that I would, to. I would assume, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I it's think, hard. It's, it's hard. I mean, I, I think all comedians or all performers would agree that it's so much easier to perform for strangers. No, and not also, I a mean, single yeah, person. Comedians who, comedians who come from uh, homes where they 
are, that are broken and, and, and they don't have these people in their life. And obviously many people come from homes like that. What a blessing. <laughs> I mean, on the plus. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. On the plus. Loving families. <laughs> well, yeah. Or, I mean, but there are people that come from, I, there's also comments that come from loving families where their families are, like, they are very loose, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. that, like, they party with them. Right, and they're right, just right. like, yes, you do, you, you know. So that's not my family. Me, like neither. My father know. walked out. Like one of the first shows that I did, and it wasn't even like a dirty show. It was like kosher jokes for the halal days, bringing like two communities together. Right. And I said penis because it was a circumcision joke, and he got up and left because oh. I said penis. And he got so pissed at me, and the next day I'm like, what do you want me to say? And he's like, say private part. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not. But that's a whole other level. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I think about it, especially in terms of... Um, not even so much our stand-up, but the, if we, you know, the character, I mean, my mother is a character and there's just no denying it. Right. And she would have to be a part of uh, an animated sitcom. And how do we include our families in, in that? There's, th- there's things that yeah. we have said no and we have put some boundaries uh, in terms of, like, there are a lot of docu- we, we seem to track a lot of documentary. Of course. This is like following <laughs> YouTube jokes. People, yeah. Yeah. Let's be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you, people get sitcoms and like blockbuster movies and they're like, documentary? Right. Podcasts? <laughs> yeah, they all want to, and they all want to talk to it. Yeah, you get both so many podcasts and oh documentary. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So, so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, and, and the documentary case, you know, they often, oh, we want to talk to your families. It's like, like no. not that definitely no, um, but to create characters that are based on them in a sitcom. I mean, that's gonna be something. Oh, it's that we a must. To, well, yeah. we have to though. Yeah. That's where it's our life. Yeah, that's where you know you just have to make sure that they're okay with it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. and I guess I have jokes that make fun of my mom. Uh, there are stories. I mean, about her being from Peru, and I have stuff like that on the album. And like for my family, that know her, like they love that on another right. level. Yeah. Um, and that's a. Those are bits that are like having a immigrant mother, you know, right. who's like this, and I grew up in Canada, and that stuff is different for me or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I guess really delving into the because now my mom has made huge leaps and bounds in terms of what she's accepted um, and how uh, she is with us and our relationship. But there was a time, and so you have this material that was from a different right. time, and so I think you know that's what's hard is I. That she, for her to see me say this to other people, yeah. Um, when she's, she's well, it was on. like so yeah. funny too because, the, for instance, Jimmy Fallon, her mom came to the to right. the recording, and, and that Jess's was the first time I let her see me do stand up since the very beginning because it was always such a desire. I was yeah. also bad, and anyway. And yeah. Jess has a joke about saying how like we had a tiny wedding, you know, me, her, and and you and Peacekeeper. Right, right. Hilarious. Yes. And her mom's like, it was not a tiny wedding. Like, <laughs> Rita, it's a joke. joke. You know? I mean, that's a whole other, I like, know. you should do like a fact check with mom, yeah. and you should watch the thing together, and her be like, no, yeah. She did throw us a party, but it was like a year and a half after Later. our tiny wedding, which was and, a city And you even said, you're like, and I didn't move into her apartment. Like, I there's know, other stuff. Next joke that follows, like, I moved into her place. She didn't want me there, but right. I moved in anyway. And I'm like, and I didn't move into her place. She's like... But right. it doesn't... It's not a reflection <laughs> on her, you know? She's learning a lot with comedy, but also she doesn't... She comes from South America. She's not, you know, like, for her, it's, like, just for less gangs, number one. Right. And, you know? <laughs> yeah, unless there's a little green guy following afterwards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand yeah. this. Yeah. So, um, okay, I have to wrap it up again. I could talk forever to both of you. So who... 
Uh, I want to ask you two questions. First of all, three questions. First of all, who, if you were to describe what each other brings to your duo, what would you say in two words? I think Jess definitely is the, you know, organized work detail. I'll like come up with an idea and I'm just like, go, yeah. you know, um, and then I'll take it and I'll and like, she'll work it. it up. So I'll like care about the themes, the ideas, the observation. I'm a lot more observation, observational. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she like walks around. I, I will like walk up, you know, in front, you know, we'll like bump into each other on the street. She won't see me. Right. Like you really have <laughs> right, to be like, right. Hey, uh, you're more in your own head, but I'm very like observational. So I think I, I bring ideas, outfits, which you hate. Basically everything that you don't like, where I'm like, we have to dress, match, you know. And, uh, yeah, and I'm like, well, it's not going to be great if we don't have jokes. That's it. Go with the outfits. <laughs> a fine line, because you do look fantastic yeah. together. So. Yeah. No, and that's why, and, 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 I mean, it's so, it's so hard to separate because... I couldn't do any, because I've, I've thought about, can I do this with that Iman? I can't. I, <laughs> what if, you yeah. know? Worst case scenario. Yeah. Like, what would, you know, and, but it's necessarily, that's the, the whole dynamic, and so many of the jokes come from uh, how we do bring different things and how we yeah. And And this one, I mean, I mean, we joke about how you make me a lot cooler. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, no yeah. that's evident. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the best thing. When we moved to New York, she was just like, that's I'm kind of, I guess I'm like kind of antisocial and like bitchy and I lose my temper. So she's like, when we get to New York, we'll do our own things, you know, like find your own friends. We do, actually. Right. And I'm like, sure, no problem. And then I'm like getting invited to these parties and she's like, do they know I'm your wife? <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> do you have a plus one? <laughs> yeah, I think we're so different, which is good in that sense but um it's a lot i mean odd couple stuff it is good comedy yeah you know? yeah and that's what i was going to say have a real respect for each other's pace i have to say like yeah. i remember watching you individually and i was like there's a there's a similarity in the delivery a little bit because that's going to happen when you Art. live and work when you together steal yeah. your wife's dress you steal each other yes. that's what i meant to say sorry it came out differently but that's what i meant it also works great in french <laughs> but then also you have like a great give and take and there isn't a straight man which I don't think is easy. I think mm-hmm. it's a really great like thing to feel victorious about because I think you're individuals on stage as well, which I really loved mm-hmm. watching. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank I you. I guess maybe yeah. it was being our being solo comedians for so long. Yeah, and yeah. Knowing each other like that for so long. Yeah. yeah. And it really was just really recent. I don't know. Yeah. It's gotten better. You know, and it, it was so funny because when we first it started, <laughs> when, it for, <laughs> when it started a year ago, we were like horrified and just like angry with each other. Yeah. So we did the BBC thing and then we did uh, two nights that sold out for off JFL and they asked us to add a third show and we were just like pissed the whole time and rating the show. We were Why? just like Why? five and a half on 10, six at most. And everybody else is like, more, give right. us more, you right. know. Um, why were you pissed? We just, I, I don't know. I guess because the we didn't what we're used good. to at, at our solo level of performance was more, oh, gotcha. or at least the way that we perceived it. Right. We could have done so much better, but in reality... But people were so entertained that's by the it. difference that even if it wasn't like it wasn't there, there, it was, it was new, still shiny. like... Yeah. yeah. And not to bring it back to Deanne, but Deanne was one of the first people that watched us at, off JFL, and she's like, guys, honestly, it's great. And we're like, Okay, if Deanne says it's great, right. and we're adding a third show, if she wouldn't just... maybe, yeah, Deanne would never say it's good if it's not, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. we're like, oh, okay, I guess It this... just probably wasn't in your body yet. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, we were literally doing open mic 
duo act together in our heads. Um, and it just, but because we have experience as solo comedians, it built pretty quickly. And right. now and it's that like, show was 20 minutes together and then yeah. 20 minutes alone. It wasn't, a, right. I, and then I, now I, it's it like a full yeah, on now 45. Together, yeah. yeah. Do you have like a little trick of when people are collaborating? Cause you have gone through the trenches together. You're at the other side a little bit where you're working well together now. Did you have any secrets about how you get through? First of all, don't do it. But if you have, if you to, have to, it's like stand up. No do you choice. have any advice about stand up? Don't do it. Yeah. Um, I don't. It was just know. practice. I think, I think it's practice and learning and... to trust the other one. Honestly. Like if somebody says that joke's not funny, how do you deal with it? I mean, now we're okay with that. I try. I mean, I because when we do it with like status updates or whatever, she'll be like, "What do you think if I write this?" Right. Well, you I know? always ask you if things are funny. Yeah. And I, I don't mind if. Uh, if I say that it's not. funny. Yeah, I don't. Take, and sometimes don't I'll say I don't think it's funny, but try it because I could be wrong. Right. Um. And then now I I started asking her if things are funny to make her feel better. Oh, that's you said that out loud. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The last part you're supposed to say that just in private. Um, <laughs> And I always ask, I guess, what advice you would give your younger self? Because I always think it's... Stay in school. (laughs) Would you? No. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, comedy is such a hard career. Yeah. The fact that now I feel... Have I gone into politics? uh, I don't know if I would have gotten into politics. I would have been more serious about school. I would have done something. I mean, I really love numbers. I would have done maybe something really boring. You've also been really in an love uh, gross skin stuff. I do like dermatology <laughs> or like professional tennis player. Oh, it's my like favorite. She, no. I'm like all over her face yeah, and no. back and stuff like that. Well, I don't. She, she you make it sound like I sound like a real. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're a disaster. Yeah, yeah. So you got a lot to work with. <laughs> <laughs> but it's getting pretty good. But yeah, I mean, I really love it. And now it's like, I really feel like I'm trapped in this career. A, because I can't do anything else. And I've been doing this for 12 years and I dropped out of university for this. Right. And B, but I also feel like I represent something that wouldn't necessarily exist or isn't like available like people I get it. saying things like you don't exist you know from politics of we being Muslim you. and gay and yeah. this like I need to be out there so whenever and also, I have we a, need you there yeah. like we do like yeah. we need I, the like, I, don't I feel like exposure is so important and I see it like I've seen it in so many of my shows and I see it with the hate online and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I'm just like fuck I have to she I have to. to do this I, I can't stop to. I mean that's I'm a lot of pressure way. it's a lot of pressure but I guess it's I guess I it think worked the pressure out I the feel end? is that we know. can't break up. Yeah. That's the only pressure I feel. I don't feel like my voice is uh needs to be out there in the same way. That's you for know? sure. You're absolutely right. Wait a second. What's <laughs> going on? Again, maybe I should go. What about you? What's your advice to your younger self? If you're if you're gonna do comedy, um, just get into it ten years earlier. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do. I don't think you're that I good young, though. Well, it's I just because we I mean, see a lot of young people get a lot of things when they're not necessarily ready. Just because people are, like, excited about them, they're going to grow into something. And yeah. So you could, in, an agency could invest in them. But I don't feel like they have much to say. I feel like when no, you're older you're and experience of, is an observation, I don't know. You're getting a lot of stage experience, even if you don't have the things to Stage experience are, you know? is very, very important. So by the time, it dooms you too. Like sometimes I'll see, a, I'll see a stand-up and they'll be like, it's my first time. And I'm like, and then they, and then you kind of pass judgment quickly. Sure. You know, and there's, and if you have an opportunity yeah. like the BBC thing that doesn't go well, yeah. Yeah. then you're kind of sunk. So I don't know. I think you're right on target. 
It's yeah. exactly I mean, I think be. it's good to get things slowly, for sure. Yeah. And so that when you get them, you know, it took me a long time to get into Just for Laughs and, like, I, you know, the... I, but then once you do, hopefully you're in a better place. And everybody says that, and it's the last thing you want to hear in the moment when you don't get things. Right. That like, you know, it'll be better when you get it later. And I definitely do think that that's, that's true. And you settle in, but just the the schedule. And, and I just, yeah, I think if, um, if, you know, it's been 10 years, but if it was 10 years younger, I yeah. just feel like I would. Yeah. You just have more time. I don't know. Well, of course. I, I mean, you know. get, when we first got to New York three years ago, and just like the hustle of going to open mics and right. late nights and stuff like that, I'm like, this is in my 30s, you know? Has that died down now, the hustle of... Thank yeah, God. I mean, now like, people we, know us. Yeah, so. I can message people and get on shows. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that, the stage time thing in New York, luckily, is pretty easy. Yeah. And it's so, it's so important when you do stand up, not to be bitter. And just like Jess said, it's true. Sometimes things will take so long and in the moment it'll be hurtful, but, um, you are always, well, yeah, it's just so annoying. (laughs) That's it. And there's really room for everybody. Like I really believe success is like shared amongst talented people who deserve it at the end of the day. So there's no need to be jealous. You'll get what you deserve. That was something that was so great for me at the beginning, like just growing into stand-up uh, and just like not getting pissed when I didn't get stuff because mm-hmm. you could you could drive yourself crazy. Well, now you have a maturity where you're celebrating when your partner gets something. Well, that's like, sad. That's, that says something. I, it's so important, honestly. And yeah. I really do believe that competition doesn't serve you anything. Like if you see somebody getting something that you want, you obviously weren't working hard enough or you right. you did something. Yeah. You weren't undeniable. That's the, the whole thing. it's not. Sometimes it's just Some people somebody don't. with the... Sometimes people that don't deserve shorter. things get things. Yeah. But, but it's, it's still... It's not, there's mean no that, rhyme or reason. Like, no, it's You might true. not get something because the person's shorter and... Yeah, has is owed something or um, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. People get but those those people that because do, they're with uh, an agency and they want the the other person that they have on their roster. That's that, right. You know, there are there are those things, but by and large, it doesn't last. I don't feel like I, I really. But oh, also maybe, maybe it's because we're in New York. I when you're in New York, like I I do think like there is a feeling of a bit of a meritocracy, that maybe if you're in LA, like it, from what I've seen of. The stand, like of going there and doing stand up there a little bit, if it, it does feel in New York if you just really work hard and you're funny and you're nice with people and you're out a lot, which you are, and you see a lot of people because it's a small geographic area with a lot of shows every right. day. So if you go to three shows, you see that many more people that you would in LA. It would take you a week, you right. know. So yeah, yeah. so it just things move more quickly, and I think people are mostly concerned with are you hustling are you funny what are you bringing on stage there isn't a lot of the hollywood stuff right obviously there is probably when you go into like casting stuff and the industry side but just as far as stand-up goes so it does i feel like it does keep you a little bit more sane yeah yeah that's that's there's like less i think maybe if we were in a different place we might be going more nuts with that maybe What's a? I'm gonna wrap it up with this question. Yeah, I keep saying it. now. Now I'm gonna wrap <laughs> yeah. it up. Now I will. But what's um a wish you have for each other? A free Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> great, baby, great. I know. Well, I mean, think bigger, please. <laughs> that she makes happen with her comedy. <laughs> with our comedy, really. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, just success. I just want her to be happy to get the, the jobs that she wants to get, the gigs that she wants to get. I mean, I, I, I want fame and fortune for myself, and I guess the same for you. But you were also a part of you wants to be a trophy wife. I do. Um, I you want me mind. to go to work and you I wouldn't mind that eating pool. bonbons and oh, yeah. toenails? I would not mind. I mean, I, I feel like I'm probably going to do stand-up till the day I die for yeah. real because of uh, you have to. what, you what have I represent. To. Yeah. yeah, but... Oh, of course. I'm not, I'm not as, I, I guess, yeah. Not that I'm married, I'm so in love. I'm not as hungry as I used to. Love ruins your ambition. That's interesting. I really does. But don't you feel like you're, and if we had a kid and a dog, I mean, how would you ever go, we would never I would never leave day. the house. Yeah. I mean, already when I first fell in love with her, I'm like, that's why I thought she was an Israeli spy coming to sabotage my career. Because oh. I'm like, did she's she really just, think that? I really did. Because I'm like, oh, I'm doing finally, you know, I'm getting $25 spots on the weekend. Oh, no, it's starting. I'm not an open mic. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this one comes Number in. Number one on the hit list priority. For that's sure. it. Right. <laughs> they want to silence me. I knew it. Right. Um, but yeah, you're like in love. You're just like, th- I'm tagging her on, you know, Instagram, yeah. baby photos. It's I'm just like in another. Sweet. Your social media representation. Yeah. <laughs> it's also very she's sweet. never been in a relationship before. Right. Period. Not just with women. Yeah. No she's kidding. never yeah. been in love. So of course. I so have high, high You're standard. doing a great so, job. So if you yeah. Yeah. It's all wrong <laughs> but, but It's, it's also, all but me but watching all those romantic <laughs> But that's why she's like this, you know, because she's yeah. like never, it's like her first relationship. Right. So imagine, remember how you were in a, your first relationship. You can. God knows you've been with a lot of people. <laughs> like, I can't tell you, but it's so many. Um, yeah, I get, I get that kind of like joie de vivre with a relationship situation. Yeah, for sure. and I'm just I like boil it down to like a relationship situation. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm also like really pleasure driven and not, you know, super. My work ethic is not the best, right? And, you know, so a combination of all of that stuff, being in love. Loving pleasure, not wanting to work. Yeah, you know, you all of it. that. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, of course, no, I would love to be a trophy sort of wife. Like, but. You want to be, you want to work for the benefit of your team. You know, I get that a lot with Matt when I'm like, this is for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm trying to build something for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's fun to be able to share it, for sure. And traveling. That traveling also, is right? so... Well, last year at this time, for our wedding anniversary, I was on the road for three weeks. I was, like, so miserable that we weren't going to be together for our wedding anniversary. Yeah. And she flew in to surprise me. And it was, Come like, the best on. thing ever. Look at you, too. It was uh, yeah, so I, There's cute. a little video of it uh, in Vancouver. Yeah. I'm, like, on stage performing. I organized the, oh. the brewery place for the show with one of the comics that ran it. They're the best, yeah. And then Tuesday. I did, like, my whole plan. I didn't really have a big plan, but they, like... Like they, they, I just the show was going on. She was on stage, and then I just went to like sit in the, in the audience and wait until she noticed me. Oh, <laughs> I was so gonna die. Sweet. It was the best thing ever. I was just like so sad to be on the road, you know, by myself. But now you get to be you're in Calgary in May together. Yeah, that's right. You could be anywhere and be like we're together. Yeah. Yeah. We were in Winnipeg in January once, and I was like, it's not so bad. Yeah. It was awful. That's right. Awful. Of course. But we were together, so we were like, yeah. let's go for dinner. But and it's so much. Exactly. Yeah. We're, really, we're really lucky that way. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was so much it fun. What a treat it is to spend some time with you, too. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thank you. My stomach hurt by the end of this interview. It was so fun. We honestly laughed so, so much. And because, you know, I work with my partner, Matt Barham, we uh, are a comedy duo. Barum and Sneakus, alphabetical order. Uh, I completely related to everything they were saying. I always think there's like the Matt in the relationship and then the Naomi in the relationship. I think you can tell who's who in that duo. 
Anyway, they're so smart and they're so fun. And I'm like, oh, how do I hang out with you more? And I've said it before, I could really just call this show, We Should Just Keep Talking, because it's so true, I could just keep talking. Let us know in the Firecracker Department world on Instagram or Twitter at Firecracker, D-E-P-T. What made you laugh in this episode? I always want to hear your feedback. And we have this great team of folks. Sydney Nielsen is manning the ship over in the Twitter and Instagram channels, and she's just knocking it out of the park with great content and funny and firecracker-esque stuff. So go check that out. You can also follow Jess and Iman. Follow them separately at Jess underscore S-A-L-O-M-O-N. Iman at E-M-A-N-I-F-Q-U-E. Imanifique, which I just love. Or together at The Solomons. So go and follow them, find out what they're doing, see what they're talking about, because they're just delightful. Normally you can see Jess at the monthly sandwich comedy show in Brooklyn, but check their listings out to see when they're up and running again. And you can stream their Just for Laughs comedy special, Marriage of Convenience. Do that now, it's on Crave TV. That you can do within the confines of your home and get some laughs, because holy moly, we need to have some laughs these days. They're so funny. I just adore these two people, and I'm so grateful to have had the time we had to laugh and chat and connect. Thanks, Destiny Man. Hey, put in your books. The upcoming Spark Chat live on Instagram is the first Sunday of every month. Uh, we've had great chats. Oh my gosh, Cameron Manheim, before that was Astrid Van Weir and Cat Barrel. And this month coming up, the one and only Sarah McVie from Working Mums and The Handmaid's Tale will be my guest. So I can't wait to chat with her and catch up with her life and then take questions from you as well. So you can find all the details for that on our Instagram page at firecrackerdept. Thank you so much to my big firecracker team. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do any of this without them. Here's the team that are in LA. It's AJ Edmonds, Farah Marani, Emily Churchill, Monique Madrid, Camille Adams, Jordan Giddens, Deanna Moffat. And then in Toronto, there's a whole other chapter. And those are Joanne Boland, Anna Gustafson, Veronica Martin, Sydney Nielsen, Laura Lee Damaccio, Winnie Wong, Naomi Wright, Chelsea McKenzie, and Sarah Bowden. And don't forget about our UK chapter. We've got Vicky Breer over in England, and she is staying up late because of the time zones and helping us build our community. So thank you. And we're just getting started. There are people joining us all the time, and we're lucky and we are better off for it. So thank you so much for all the folks that have reached out and said, hey, I see what you're doing in the firecracker department, and I want to help. Thank you. Maybe some of you are thinking, hey, I'd like to get involved. I really would love that. So why don't you go on over to our website, see what we're doing, and see what part kind of jazzes you. It could be something in the comedy department, the art department, the script department, the red point department, where we celebrate aging in the arts. Uh, just go on over to firecrackerdepartment.com and check us out. And then drop me a line at firecrackerdepartment at gmail.com and let's chat. And while you're online, because who's kidding who, we're online all the time, why don't you go over and give us a little rating and review? Because it really helps us keep bringing these podcasts to you and keeps building our community. It really does. We know that you have two ears and there's a lot of things you could be listening to, so we really appreciate that you're choosing Firecracker Department. And we just got one better because you're here. See you next time on the Firecracker Department, everybody. Bye.